I'm Katie Clark. I'm a mom of three, luxury matchmaker, and a no-nonsense dating coach on a mission to help singles reclaim their love life one date at a time. In today's dating landscape, from apps and swipes to texting and ghosting, so much has changed. But you know what I've found out still actually works best? Old school standards with new school style. Teaching my philosophy on how to date like an adult, no topic is off limits. I address everything from taboo to trending in dating. So grab your earbuds and get ready for some practical dating advice, saucy stories, and new inspiration to find your way to true love. I've helped thousands of people be confident, feel successful, and to have some fun dating along their journey. And I'm here to help you too. Welcome back to the Dating with Katie podcast. Today, I am a married woman, and I wanted to thank all of my followers, all of my friends, all of you guys who I don't even know yet who are excited by this, who are being encouraged by me posting and the storyline and sharing with you guys. You know, I really debated, is is that something I want to do on social media? I'm not a big fan of posting all of my personal life, but this is this is the goal. I know at least over 60% of my followers have said they want to get remarried again or married. Uh, a lot of you are maybe on that second round, but nonetheless, it's it's intrinsic in us to have that one person to be to know that that person's going to stay and you're going to stay. And like, that is really what God intends for relationships. Uh, and even to know that we're better together. So I posted, you can go back and check out my post, but I posted to encourage you guys. Cause if you've noticed throughout my podcast, I do share like some very difficult moments. He and I have broken up even my last couple of podcasts, how I got him and put a ring on it. Look, he wasn't totally ready and not every guy is ready. And then we get all, frustrated, but it doesn't mean they don't want to marry you. It doesn't mean they don't want to be in a relationship. So go listen to those podcasts. Be encouraged. Guys, you know, help us to understand you better. Talk more. Share with us your feelings more. Ladies, be more understanding. You know, everyone needs to be growing in their EQ. But today, I'm going to talk about dealing with disappointments in dating. Now, let's be honest, though. It is a it is a life skill set because we grew up and we didn't get that second cookie. We got disappointed. We grew up. We didn't get that part of the school play. We got disappointed. You know, and if you're if you're someone who doesn't get disappointed, I got to really question. Did you really even care in the first place? So if you get disappointed, it's because you care. And I always tell my clients that if they're nervous about a first date, it's because they actually care. So caring is a great thing, but sometimes we care so much. I know my girlfriend, she's a giver, right? So she gives so much that when the takers take, it really hurts. So we need to really... We really need to check ourselves to see, you know, how much care we're, you know, we're putting into something and is it worth that much? But uh, so in this life skill, and now I am no therapist by any means, but I'm going to give you my practical day-to-day advice because I'm someone who cares deeply about the things that I do, about planning my wedding, about the gifts that I give, about the podcast that I write. And when they don't turn out great, I get very disappointed. So I personally have had to deal with disappointment in my life. In dating, you guys know I dated for like eight years. Um, you know, not every relationship. I, if you go back and listen to my the rich guy, the old guy, and the nice guy, that that was a that was a great learning structure through disappointments in dating. Um, but again, guys, this is a life skill. And if you have kids who are dating, if your kids going through any of this, people trying to get jobs. Uh, even once you get in the relationship, you're going to get disappointed. You're going to get disappointed in them. You're going to get disappointed in the reality. You're going to get disappointed in you. So let's really work on these five things that I'm going to share with you. And we're going to get right into this because I feel like I'm going to be a talker today. I have a lot of examples and I just really want these five things. There are actually six. I always have like a bonus um, that can really help you restructure your thinking 
uh, and your feelings. So let's get started. Well, as I just finished talking about, I you know, I, I planned my whole wedding. I didn't get a wedding planner. We did it in two months. It was really God ordained because the way it all worked out. But man, I am such a planner and I used to own a catering company and I, I do party planning. So I have a huge expectation for my own wedding, which is highly dangerous. If you all know, expectations are the killer. And so number one, let's go in with realistic expectations. Now, you guys have heard me said before that dating is an 80-20, right? 80% of the people out there are junk, 20% are quality. So I've already been kind of giving you guys that realistic expectation. I give you things like, you know, you swipe on 30, you talk to 10, you go out with one. I just had an old coaching client say, Katie, out of the 30, I got the one, right? I have a girlfriend that took her 30 dates. So imagine that you have to swipe on 30, multiply that, multiply that by 30. 30 dates, that's 900 people you have to swipe on to finally find your one guy. Now, sadly, men have to swipe on a lot more women. So guys, I know that's true. And I'm sorry, these ladies need to be a little bit more lenient. But guys, you need better pictures. So when you're talking about dating and numbers and expectations, I even like to think inside of a relationship, what kind of percentage rule can you have to really know that you guys are doing well? And I created a great little quiz. So if you're in a relationship right now, Go take this quiz. It's Podcast 37. It's your relationship quotient. Now, Podcast 36 is your dating quotient. So you can really see, Are you You know, you think you're 10. Guess what? You're 6.5. So stop trying to date out of your league. But once you get in that relationship, and I do this with my clients once they're in relationships, there's five questions I ask you and you grade yourself. You divide it by five and you have like, well, you add it all up. And then if you hit 80 points, you're doing well. So I always think, again, 80 out of 100. So if there's 20 points you're missing, 20% of your relationship that's not great, that's okay. You're doing really well because even Dr. Phil says he believes in a 70-30. Hey, I asked my girlfriend one day and she's happily married. She said, Katie, it's 60-40. 60% is great. 40% is, you know, work and crap and hard and kids. She goes, but that 60 is so deep that it's worth it. So I love that. So Figure out, I know for me, I try to look at things and say, you know, an 80-20 kind of mix. I know for my wedding, I said, Katie, you know, your wedding was 90% great, 10% you would fix. You know, 10% I was disappointed in. Again, I planned it. I was all involved with the details and I've done this before. So again, I'm self-assessing, which isn't technically fair, but, um, you know, I always want to improve myself. So if you're someone who can handle that self-assessing, it's because you care and you actually want to grow. So yay on you. Um, And looking back, here's the point is if I'm going to look at the 20% of that's not going well, then let's fix it. Let's work on it, which which takes me to like my next two points, right? So are you setting yourself up for success in getting better at dating so you're not so disappointed? So so number two, I'm going to ask you this. Are you the issue? Are you really self-assessing? So that 10% that I could have done better at my wedding, what, you know, I actually sat down after the wedding and kind of wrote out, because I'm sure I'll help with some of my friends' weddings, some of the details that I would have liked a little bit better. Um, And actually working through that helps me work through my disappointment because I go, okay, that's realistic. Some of them weren't realistic. I mean, we had some last minute game changes. The kids didn't know which way to walk. So it was a little haphazard, but everybody smiled. And I watched the video and okay, everything was fine at the end of the day. The photos are great. You know, we can we can move on from that. So really ask yourself, are you the issue? Assess yourself. I mean, you could be picking on available people. I have a girlfriend. She does that. She picks 
unavailable people, people really long distance, people who are already in a relationship. I mean, it's dangerous to keep doing that. So you are the issue. You're that 20% of the issue. Do you keep picking people who are crazy or of this energy that really keeps causing a commotion, but you like that energy and you're just not willing to admit it? Maybe that's what you know. Maybe that's what you saw growing up. And these are all those deeper issues, guys, that you can find a therapist and really work through. Are you looking for arm candy or money? And so you put you keep putting up with people with no morals or values that treat you like junk. I mean, have you written your standards list? Not the list that says he needs to make this much, she needs to be this size, I want boobs this big, I want him to have six-pack abs, stop it. I get so tired. All of us matchmakers on a call today, we're tired of your, your list that is just so outside. It's just everything that is valuable on the outside that the world says is valuable. It's not working for you. And that, you know, are you that issue? You're the issue who says, well, he has to be this exact height. I mean, we have guys sometimes that will say she has to have blue eyes, be five foot seven only, and, you know, be a size zero. Well, what's that all about? What about her inside? So your standards list, and I have a whole podcast on that, should be all about how they treat you, which would talk about their morals and their ethics. Now, lastly with that, are you that equivalent? So I always find that shallow people want to date shallow people, but they never want to admit that they're shallow. So be honest with yourself. If you are all looking for arm candy, if you're all looking just for men, if that's really your main motivation for dating that person, just be honest. Say it. I'm shallow and I deserve a shallow person back. You, you, you attract what you are. So go check yourself. Number three, but are you willing to work on yourself? So again, going back to that 10% of my wedding, am I willing to look back and do what I need to do to make sure if I do go into the business of planning weddings that I'm fantastic at it? So you need to make sure that you are a person of growth mindset. If you're already listening to this, I know that you are fantastic. Be reading books. I'm always suggesting there's lots of great deeper coaches, relationship coaches, healing coaches, somatic coaches on Instagram. Here, I'm just here to help you get the first and second date for Pete's sake, right? But this is a life skill, so you want to be growing. You want to be growing, number one, in your person, in who you are. Don't be pointing fingers and say, well, you need to do this, and that guy should have done that. Well, she did. Stop. It's all about you. So the question you have to ask yourself, why do I keep picking that? Why am I going back to that person? So some of the books I like to, to suggest in, in just a minute here. This book is by Rachel Greenwald. She has a book called Have Him at Hello. And ladies, this is for you. So ladies, if you're having a hard time dating, if you are the boss babe and nobody wants to like date you, you just can't find any men good enough, this book, Have Him at Hello, will help you. This is a book for women to help themselves in dating. So, I mean, you should be listening to every single one of my podcasts, ladies, and doing what I say. But nonetheless, are you really doing the work? And guys, you need to find books as well on that. Number two, find books on relationship skills, okay? So for example... Men are from Mars, women are from Venus, old school, it should be standard reading in high school, standard. Now my daughter's in college and she just took a course and it's a book called You Just Don't Understand. It's by Deborah Tannen and it's Women and Men in Conversation. Again, another great book. She's got it all. She's turning into a little mini me here, right? She's got it all uh, tagged up. It's so cute. Next, you want to make sure that you are getting books. So again, First on personal growth, second on relational growth. Um, Another great book is His Needs, Her Needs, right? We have different needs as men and women. Men want respect, women want love. It looks different. Relationship growth right there, you guys. And then lastly, 
focus on understanding the opposite sex. So guys, this one's for you. I actually asked my man to read it. Um, it's for it's called For Men Only, and it's by Shanti and Jeff Fieldhan. And it's really a straightforward guide to the inner lives of women. Men, we're looking for you to contain us. And when I say contain us, that means understand and be able to handle us. I know we women get emotional, we get nervous, we get panicky, we get intense. But can you handle us? Can you contain us? And a book like this is going to help you give direction and understanding of what a woman is thinking. So I think any book that is specific to one uh, gender uh, on men or women, that is going to be super helpful for you. That was number three. And then be willing to work on yourself. Number four is this. And I find that I really need to do this. I need to find someone or some way that I can debrief the situation in a healthy way. So maybe you got in a fight with your partner. Maybe you, uh, some guy, guys keep ghosting you. Well, you need to debrief on that, right? It's so funny that in business, we always do this. In business, we have these events and then we debrief on it. We sit down. And I mean, if you're a good business and you really want to build your business, right? We have these tactics that work in business. We should apply so many of those into our personal and relationship lives. So find a way to debrief. Number one, if you're going to debrief with a friend, first make sure that friend is safe, right? They're not going to go sharing your stuff. Uh, make sure they're not a negative person and make sure that they're really going to be someone who's there for you. And ask them to ask you this. I just posted this on my Instagram. Here's a question. Have them ask you this. Do you want to be heard? Do you want to be hugged? Or do you want to be helped? And I know, guys, if you can say that, I, I taught my 17-year-old son that today. We were walking. I was like, here are the three H's you need to ask a woman. And I think men need that as well. But find a way to really figure out how to self-walk self through these issues of your disappointment so that it can actually transition into healthy living, right? A lot of times, uh, and I've seen therapists do this, where people just talk about their problems, but there's no next steps. Where's the next step here? So maybe that person needs to hear you and you can say, you know, can you hear me and tell me if I'm, if I, am I being ridiculous? Uh, can you tell me what you see that I keep repeating? Uh, ask them for feedback as well. Maybe you need to be hugged. Maybe you just need to be held. Maybe you need to be cared for. You, nobody reads your mind. You got to share that. And then maybe you just need to be literally helped like what I just said. So heard, helped, and hugged. Let them know what it is that you need. Now, women usually want to talk it out, right? And guys, if you're going to be a listener, friends, if you're going to be a listener, especially to a male or female, I mean, it really doesn't matter. Make sure you're an active listener. There are plenty of times when I've sat with my man and he's listening, but he's very nonchalant about it and it drives me insane. And I'm kind of like, are you there? Hello? Hello? And really, I just want him to go, yeah, babe, I get it. I hear you. That sucks. I'm so sorry. Like, I need a man who's going to be actively listening. So make sure that you are an active listener and that you're doing that for the other person. Now, men need space and time. If you read Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, you're going to learn that. Uh, so guys, go to your man cave. Let the woman know, hey, I need, I need man cave time. I need some time. But I will be back in an hour. You can never leave her hanging. That is never good for a woman's mind. So make sure that if you are going to take some time to self-assess, to really debrief in your own quiet way, that you're going to give that partner the time timeline so that she can rest and be easy in that. So I read a book and it's called Magic. Now, I, I don't like that word because there's nothing about magic in there, but it reminds me of the idea that when your mom would say to you, what's the magic word? We would all know that it's please and thank you, right? If you wanted to get something, you had to say please and thank you. So the book Magic is actually about being grateful. It's about asking for things and being grateful for them when you get it. So I can see why magic, it's the magic word. 
But in this book, I literally had to do 10 things I was grateful for every day for 30 days. And I tried never to repeat the things that I wrote. So you really have to dig deep for what you're grateful for. And then don't you remember in relationship skills classes that you've ever taken, you've got to do the, the Oreo sandwich where you say something positive, something negative, something positive. Well, I try to combine that. And if I am debriefing, like debriefing about my wedding, I, I wrote down five things that were fantastic to every one thing that I could have worked on, right? So really focus in on the good first. And even if the relationship was just a flop, some of the things that were good about it is that you learned. So write down the five things you learned, which, which can then be a positive, and then maybe the negative. So really put this into practice. I always say put pen to paper. I am always writing. You guys see, you know, I type it up first, but then I write with my hands. It's really a cognitive way to be learning, and your mind is really attaching to that. If you ever listen to Joe Dispenza, he's a big fan of it. Um, so journaling, writing, if that's what you need to do, go do it. But start with focusing on five positives before you get into the disappointment. Now, lastly, this is number five, you know, five ways to deal with disappointment in dating. Just remember, because you feel it and because you think it doesn't mean it's true, okay? So check the record that is in your head. We all have it. It's that subconscious, uh, unconscious mind that is telling us things. Well, you're no good. You're too fat. You're too thin. You're too short. No one's ever going to want you. Just because you feel it and just because you think it does not mean it's true. Tell yourself that. Tell your kids that. Tell the world that. Our thoughts are just thoughts. They're there and our feelings are there, but that doesn't mean they're true. And what you need to do is, number one, you need to watch the words that you speak out of your own mouth because what you speak has power. There is power in the tongue. And so if you keep saying, well, there are no good men out there. I never meet good men. You're never going to meet good men. It's that simple. You keep saying it. That's what's going to happen. I've had to have a friend who was just so negative, you know, F my life. I'm like, okay, you keep saying that. It's going to be really bad. So stop. I told her, stop saying it. I don't want to hear you say it anymore. So really make sure the words that you speak about the opposite sex that you want to date are positive, right? There's a great guy out there for me. I can't wait to meet him. In the meantime, I'm going to be working on me. I'm going to be listening to Dating with Katie podcast. (laughs) And then watch who you hang out with because, and watch some of these Instagram accounts that you follow. Man, the negativity is real and it's palpable. So be really mindful of that. Um, be careful what you're listening to, the movies you're watching, anything that's negative and man bashing and relationship bashing, just step away from it. There's no need to watch it. I even get uncomfortable when people are fighting on TV or I couldn't even watch certain, certain TV shows because the families were so dysfunctional that I, I hated watching it because I thought this is sad if this is how people are. I want to see things that are uplifting, positive. And that again is why I posted uh, my wedding this weekend. I wanted you to see some positive, like feel the energy, feel the juju, feel the vibes, right? And then lastly, here's your bonus, trust God. Guys, it's that simple. When you get disappointed, you got to trust God that he can make it new again. He can make beauty from ashes. He can make things better than you ever expected. And here's a quick story that I want to tell you. In 2020, I planned this amazing trip for my kids and I to go to the Redentori Festival in Venice. Now, I'd never been to Italy and I was tired of waiting for a guy to take me. So I was like, forget it. I'm taking my kids and we're going to go watch this firework festival that happens once a year. I read about it. I'm going to do it. I don't need a man, right? I don't need no man. So we had booked it. Of course, 2020 March comes around. I had paid for everything. It was a fabulous vacation. Amalfi, Venice, Zurich. And everything got canceled. 
I was so disappointed, like deep down. I'm this single mom. I budgeted every month. I'd buy one big thing. I'd buy our airplane tickets. And the next month, our hotels. I mean, it was such a disappointment. Like, really? And then COVID, don't get me started on that, on my feelings on that. Like, really? All of this silliness? Either way. It was just really hard for me to work through my anger through it, right? But there came a point where I was like, you know what, God? You can do it better than I can. Like, I'm going to trust that you're going to make it happen one day. And I'm going to trust that you're going to do it better than me because he's God of the universe. And so he can do it better anyway. And let me tell you guys, for my honeymoon, my fiance and I decided to go to Red and Tory. We'd actually decided that before we got married. And he used all his points. Like, we're big points people. You guys have heard me say this. Our Marriott points. If you need a link, I will send it to you. Um, And we're staying at the St. Regis, which is right on the water. And we're staying at the Greedy Palace. So it's going to be amazing. And then on top of that, we're going to Bastille Day the night before. I mean, it's going to be amazing. Better than I would have had with my kids. My kids and I would have been stuck somewhere with all these people around us on a budget. And then to top it off. So the, the St. Regis found out we're on our honeymoon and they sent me an email and they said, we found out you're on your honeymoon. So we're going to give you front row seats to our Red and Tory spectacular out on our, you know, veranda right by the water. And usually that's an upcharge and all these things. And I just started to cry because God did it better than I could have. So be encouraged. The relationship that broke down. The man that hasn't come yet, the woman who got crazy on you and left you with the kids, God can make it better. So if you need to, you might need to get a relationship with God. Some of you are like, what is she even talking about? You need to have a relationship with the God of the universe. So make sure you have that first. And he's going to bless his children no matter what. You know, you know I'm not going to sit here and say he, he, he reigns on everybody, right? That's really what the Bible says. But just know that you can trust God to do better and greater things than you could even ever dreamed or expected. So be encouraged today. I know disappointment is hard, um, but just be encouraged by me. And let me tell you that I love you guys. I believe for you. I am waiting to see marriages come because of dating with Katie and they are coming. I've already had quite a few clients, people telling me they're dating. I was just at the montage for my wedding and the spa girl who follows me, she's like, my boyfriend and I are amazing. I just love listening to you because she didn't have a boyfriend last time I saw her two times ago and then she got a boyfriend because she broke up with her other one. I mean, I know her whole story and this is why I love you guys. I love my followers. Share this with a friend, be encouraged and I will see you next time. Until then, cheers to great dating.